This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is Pax What She Said. Now, here's Perry Goldstein and Maggie Loney. I, I just, I question, and I don't know, like, we've talked about how there's a lot of quiet leaders on the team, and there's not a lot of juice, and, like, you know, it, it just doesn't feel like there's certain energy that you'd maybe look for in a team. Like, when Robert Sala comes out of the Jets game and talks about how it's a team that you can punch in the mouth and they don't respond, like, how is that not, like, you know, just, like, mounted everywhere in your locker yeah. room? Like, that would piss me. If somebody said, like, you can punch her in the mouth and she folds... I don't even like I wouldn't even be able to respond to that. That would make me so livid and angry that I would want to do like everything in my power to come out swinging the next time. And it just feels flat. Like there's just even when the Packers are up, you know, 14 to three, it just feels flat. And I don't you know, it's like, did you feel comfortable the entire game? Because even up 14 three, I'm like, all right, like, don't see much more happening from the offense. Like. You would have thought that the Devondre Campbell pick six would have been this like huge momentum swinger where now this team is like, we got this. We have a two score lead. This is a bad team. We know this is our get right game. Like, let's go out there and show them. And then next thing you know, Amari Rogers is fumbling a punt and <laughs> the commanders are right back in it. And, you know, and there are other things, right? Like, Rasul Douglas should have had a scoop and score. I thought that was a really, really, really awful legal contact call. But, like, you cannot be relying on your defense to score enough points for you to win. That's not their job. Offense has to go out there and execute. And, again, like, questionable decisions on third downs. Like, they did not convert a single third down in this game. You are not going to win football games if you can't convert on third down, right? You, want, you need two yards. You don't hand the ball off to either of your running backs. Just so many things are still continuously happening that we've been saying the last few weeks aren't working. So for me to look ahead at the schedule and think, oh, well, the Packers are going to be able to show up against a better team. 
they haven't shown me that they can even like correct mistakes that they've been making for four weeks now. And I think the frustrating part too is, and it's not to like, we've never, you know, gone on this podcast and called for anyone's job. Like that's not the brand of, you know, common like analysis that we do here, but I don't understand. Like Matt LaFleur today was talking about Amari Rogers and like, they're looking at all of their options because you got to hang on to the football. And it's like, why are the coaches continuing to put guys in situations for multiple weeks before there's any type of adjustment or trial? Like we finally saw what I thought was a pretty decent showing from the offensive line. They finally, you know, maybe fixed one of the issues there and it took up until week seven. Like, like yeah. wh- why is there such a disconnect? We've Jair played fantastic press man last week against Garrett Wilson. Obviously McLaurin is one of the best in the business. He's going to get his, you know, we can talk about the defense in a little bit, but you know, he even said like, it doesn't shake my confidence because I know if we play the same game tomorrow, I'll get mine. So, you know, it's like a lethargy almost like they just can't like, it's almost like as a player led team, the players get like too much of a benefit of the doubt. Like I, I almost wish that this coaching staff would be a little bit more ruthless with their expectations Because if you get bent, like a Bill Belichick style, like you fumble the ball, you don't get touches. I don't care what you look like in practice. I don't care what you've done before, respectfully. But like, go sit in your timeout and think about what you did. (laughs) You know, like next man up mentality. And we've seen a little bit of that mentality the last couple of seasons, right? Where guys get hurt, somebody comes up and ends up playing really nicely. And we're not even be like, like you said, the offensive line put Zach Tom in for the first time played great, played great at, for what he was asked to do. We could have had that problem fix. What? Three weeks ago. I just, I'm not advocating for this coaching staff to like treat players poorly. And I appreciate this player led mentality, but at some point I think Matt LaFleur and Joe Barry need to say, you are not executing to our standards. Therefore, you do not get the opportunity to execute. And like, I think that's the perfect, Amari Rogers is the perfect example of that. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Yeah, and I mean, I think that's, it's like what we talked about at the top of the show. It just, I appreciate what they're doing, like you said, and how they lead the football team in moments but you're going into week eight like you are legitimately out of time now to start trying to correct some of this stuff and that's not to say like i know we at the you know the preview show said like three and three and four isn't necessarily a death sentence four and four isn't three and five doesn't have to end your season but it sure as hell puts a lot a lot a lot more pressure on getting these mistakes corrected and we talked about like what do you have to do to feel comfortable and confident with this team moving forward? And we talked about how this game was a must win game. And we said like, if they put up a fight, you know, that resiliency, the adversity, the response to, you know, being down, like maybe we'll feel a little bit better. And I just haven't found anything 
yet that gives me any type of confidence that this team can respond when the chips are down. Yeah, I agree with you. I don't feel that way at all. And, you know, it was obviously they were down to the Packers offense, get the ball back. And I was sitting there and I was thinking about how in any other season in my memory, basically, especially with Aaron Rodgers, it always felt like the Packers could come back. Mm -hmm. It always felt like a fourth quarter comeback was in the cards. And it was the first time as a fan that I was like, they're going to lose this game. There's no way the offense can go down the field. We saw it last season with the 49ers game, right? Where they had like 35 seconds to get, get the ball down the field and go get a field goal. Granted, I'm pretty sure that entire, like, what was it? Like 50 something yards, all of that, all those chunks went to Devonte Adams. However, it's really more my point about Aaron Rodgers. And you just don't feel that. And I don't know if it's skill. I don't know if it's heart. I don't know what it is. I mean, they don't even let him throw a Hail Mary anymore. They have to do some weirdo lateral play. Matt LaFleur had an explanation for it. All right, whatever. You thought they were going to blitz. Okay. Do you not trust his arm anymore? I just, I have so many more questions than I have answers at this point. And you're right. It is, we are out of time here. You are sub 500. You're likely going to be three and five after next week and very much out of the playoff picture, even, even in an NFC that is wide open. There are like two good teams and I still don't know if the Packers are going to make the playoffs. Yeah. And I think, you know, that I, I was talking to Monty on Twitter about this yesterday and that's, I think what's, what's so frustrating is you've got the Rams you've got the bucks, you've got a, the, the Niners. There's a lot of teams that were pegged and like circled in as these are going to be the playoff teams in the NFC and none of them are performing well. So the door was like blown open where even if you don't necessarily win the division, there's going to be wild card spots up for grabs. And what do the Packers do? They start losing all their tiebreakers to NFC opponents. If it comes down now to a seventh seed and it's the Packers and the Giants, guess who's not in the playoffs? If it w- randomly comes down to the Packers and the Commanders, guess who's not in the playoffs? Like, that's what's frustrating. The Jets lost stings and we're like, okay, maybe the Jets are a better, better football team than we you know, expected them to be. It's the NFC losses that it's like, you know, it's like the old Mike McCarthyism. You got to win all your home games. You split your division games. And then you you have like a toss up, just a couple left to win. Yeah. And the Packers aren't even doing that. Like it, And we talked about at the top of the show how many playoff teams or quote unquote playoff teams right now are left on the schedule. The Eagles, the Cowboys, the Titans, the Vikings, the Bills, the Dolphins, like the Rams. Isn't that like eight of their neck? Like, and then they've got what the Lions and Bears like, okay. No, it's bleak. It's very, very, it's very bleak out here right now for a Packers fan. <laughs> 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. 